Shift the oh. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, live from Chicago, the Hal Sparks radio program Mega Worldwide. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hal Sparks, your comedian and multimedia personality. And I'm all out of bubblegum. I could, you know, so much wailing and gnashing of teeth, so much panic, so much fear, so much horror, so much danger. The infrastructure week has come collapsing down. Nothing can happen. Right. Okay. Um, First of all, I would like to say to everyone, please stay calm um, and carry on. Yes. In the name of the queen, Dr. Jill Biden, I suppose. Mm hmm. Um, Please remain keep calm. Cool keep calm and chill out. Um, isn't that the same thing, though? It kind of is. I think so. so yeah. Um, I, I, you graduated from the University of Redundancy, Redundancy, with a degree in redundancy. Um, there's a lot of uh, news. You know, obviously, this is going to carry on. Let me let me make something abundantly clear to everybody who's the, the wailing and the gnashing and the thing of the teeth. Um, the I personally believe, this is my personal belief, that the uh, that the infrastructure bill and the recon bill, which is what I'm calling it, the, the um, is going to pass. Both of them are going to pass. The second bill will be closer to 1.5 to 1.7, a nice neat three, somewhere in the zone of that, right? And and just just prep yourself for that reality because it'll get wheedled down because there was fat in it to start with. With this in mind, the lesson of the, that Biden was trying to teach Obama while he was in office and was, you know, trying to, it was like, as a member of the, former member of the Senate, was screaming to everybody in the White House, like, trust me, over ask, because they will yeah. under deliver. And that was one of the complaints that a lot of people had about the Obama administration was that they felt like they asked, it, they asked for what they needed and got half of that instead of asking for what they wanted and got what they needed. And that's, and the idea sure. is you ask for everything you want and you get what you need. Um, and some of what you want, if you ask hard enough, that's the, that's the art of the deal. Like if you don't want to write a book, but you want it to be a bestseller, which are by the way, parallel tracks. If I write a book, it won't be, but, um, there, um, there was a, there was a, you know, a point where he, you know, Biden was kind of both saying this, not only about the ACA and other things, but he was talking about Afghanistan in the same way, you know, we're six years ago. He's saying they are presenting you with this impossible choice. You have to stay here forever. And nobody believes it. Nobody wants it. And the American people don't want it. We're not turning Afghanistan into the 51st state. It's not going to happen. So we need to just start getting out. And there was this vacillation. And the generals were all like, all we need is we need about 2,500 guys there. And then we need another 4,000 after that. And then three months, five months, 10 months. And that's how we stayed in for 20 years. And the same thing is kind of true in these in these deals is that there's a lot of like, you know, we're watching this. The sausage factory is getting a colonoscopy this week. There is, you are seeing the colonoscopy of the sausage making. Uh-huh. You know right what I mean? Am I, is it, think of a more apt description of this week's like legislative no, filleting. So, um, uh, Shropi in our chat is asking 1.7, um, uh, trillion for, and oh my gosh, Hal Vickery, thank you for the super chat. Mansion's got a mansion, cinema's got a cinema, Vicky's got a Vickery. <laughs> Vickery's got a Vickery, that's true. And and we'll talk a bit about uh, Mansion. It, it looks like if anyone is to craft a version of things that will get passed through the reconciliation process, Mansion's going to barter that deal 
with cinema, essentially. And it and if if she's not a full no, which is a strong possibility, by the way, kids, I don't you know, there there may be a point where she has nothing to lose. She may be so in bed with her lobbyists in Arizona or such in a sort of a rogue state that used to have McCain as a uh, senator that she kind of doesn't care. And she's, you know, in some places she's pulling ahead of Kelly because of this. There's a lot of reasons why it's not an automatic sell or that where the arm twisting won't work, right? And so we'll talk about a little bit of that today. But ultimately, a version of both will pass. You know, that that's going to happen. And... I've said this before, but, you know, the infrastructure bill, um, my, I know you've got a favorite part of the infrastructure bill, Johnny, right? You got, what's your favorite I part? I, I mean, yeah, I've, what's I've your, been, um, your hit track? I've been kind of hovering around the, um, well, you know what, actually, my favorite part of the infrastructure bill is getting Wi-Fi to the rooms. Yes, right. Bro- yeah, broadband for the flyover states. The very people who are being denied you know their rights and they're being trampled <laughs> you on. Like Wi-Fi to the rooms. And yeah, I don't know. It kind of does work. It does. I don't know that it's Wi-Fi though. I think it's, uh, they might have uh, some true. hard wiring going on. Unless we're going to just do like hovering satellites, and these people have like the Wi-Fi drones that they have around disaster areas, and so like oh, yeah, the, yeah. that that won't make them any more paranoid than they already are. Great, that's a great <laughs> plan. Right up there, don't worry but, about it. Yeah, the broadband thing is uh, is absolutely uh, the I. I said is the selling point so much so that there are some people pretending that it's in the bigger bill and it's not, it's in the smaller bill. It's in the 1.5 trillion, which might be the same price bill by the time we're done, just for the record, it might be one five, one five. And that, and that will pass by the way. And, but, but what you need to know about all of these things is that in the first bill, there's uh, a $50 billion seed for an infrastructure bank. And that's right. right. You that, love the bank. I love the infrastructure bank. Uh, that's game set match because cities can get get bonds out of that infrastructure. You know, can basically bond against that infrastructure bank uh, to borrow money at nearly zero interest to pay for city projects, roads, bridges, repair, ongoing maintenance, which is part of the problem. The decrep- some of our bridges, the more dangerous ones, the reasons why they've started to like get shaky and fall apart. Or, or in the case of the one in Minneapolis that fell and all that stuff, was because they didn't have, you know, enough money allocated or they were spending it elsewhere on maintenance for their infrastructure. And so having this as a, yeah. as a constant like, okay, our engineers say this is a real problem because of that last storm. We don't have a, there's not going to be emergency funds for this. So we want to, we're going to do an, you know, a bond and get some money from the infrastructure bank and we'll pay for it that way. And the, and the city, it won't cost us any um, interest. It'll just roll into our uh, a soft part of our budget that can be ongoing as far, because infrastructure is really expensive for most cities. I mean, it's cracked roads and, and bridges and, and uh, foundations of structures that, you know, run the government. And it's and, perpetual. It's, yeah, it's ongoing and always necessary. So that, uh, and it's bit, yeah, it's, it's way overdue. Absolutely. And this, that one thing alone is worth somewhere in the order of about $5 trillion worth of infrastructure investment over the next 35 years, 40 years, because it will be a constant rotating in money back in, you know, taking money out, paying it off, taking it out. But it will pay for that stuff where there was no mechanism before. And that's amazing. So that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I white knuckle the passing 
of the first bill. The second bill is pro- social programs. I would more align with something like the ACA. Crucial, important, but you can refine and work on it for a couple of months because you know we've gone this long without it. We wanted to. We not only wanted to work. We want it to be stable and pay for itself and maintain itself over time so that at some point these programs don't get gutted in the next generation by a tax cut when, you know, when and if somebody else um, takes over. Somebody in the chat room saying we need high speed rail. Gonzo. Oh, hey, it's Gonzo. Um, Yes and no. You need parallel tracks of conventional rail and high speed rail. You need commuter high speed rail and you need uh, in parallel to pay for, to, to balance the debt in laying track and stuff, you need freight and, and the environmental impact, by the way, that you lessen by having trains instead of uh, trucks, for example. And uh, you know who's finding that out right now, Johnny Million? No. China. China in 2008 oh. went all in on high-speed rail. Like that was, Yeah, they, and, things and, can go horribly wrong. They had, well, they've had a couple of derails that were really bad, but what really went wrong is far more boring. The The rail system in all of China is on the edge of a debt collapse, along with the Evergrande story that's going on there and, and the like the, the China rising. I hope you're pouring a beverage and not uh, doing like uh, Steve, it, was it uh, Burt Reynolds in uh, the it wasn't the end man who loved women. I don't know. He had to te- he uh, had to have a, they wouldn't let you at this est conference they wouldn't let you go to the bathroom ever so he he took a whiskey flask and put a catheter <laughs> on himself and in the middle of it you could hear oh, it okay. oh god i love that movie. anyway so uh burt reynolds we miss you um but so they they bet all in on high speed rail because it's sexy and it's uh and the international community was like ooing and i but they let their their regular transport trains sort of wither on the vine. And then they, since mm-hmm. the, and once the consumer contact fell, uh, or the consumer content as far as tech, uh, tickets and whatnot fell, it wasn't paying for what little transport rail they had left. And the transport rail was needed to keep the dirty diesel trucks off the road. And so they're in a, they're in a bind about this entirely right now, which is really ugly. I mean, that in and of itself, you know, like, during the Trump administration, we were like, like this would have capsized any other president. This this one thing, most uh, you know. But the fact is that if the followers of Trump were so you know such like cult like maniacs that they would just let anything slide. Any anybody else, even Nixon, you know, they're like his <laughs> yes, father. that's evident. Yes. So in in China, they're kind of in the same pickle right now with both the 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 Evergrande situation, which if you're not familiar, folks, is has a lot to do with real estate in the country they they own somewhere in the order of 2 to 7% of the real estate in China this company and they're okay. in debt 300 billion dollars um oh china china's ordered them to restructure their debt and order the banks to help them but this is this is hank paulson flop sweat time in 2008 remember when hank paulson came out and he was like you could tell he was shaking and just sweaty and going that's fine it's that's where they are. Oh, about the uh, about everything about to pop. Yes, that's it's the same thing. And so, um, the, I mean, we have a lot of fascinating news to talk about, but I, we have to take a break. And I want to talk about when we first come back. One, I think the funniest story of the week, at the very least, is that it turns out that Grandpa Giuliani 
got got all of his crazy ideas from Facebook. Who woulda thunk it? We'll be back right after this. This is the House Marks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPD Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk, live streaming at infotainmentwars.com. Too bad. Attention, attention, stop what you're doing. Because we're coming back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it. Now let's get back with Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. I, uh, I couldn't be more proud. I, I really couldn't. Um, you know, um, a lot of people have accused, uh, Trump of lying, and it turns out um, he may, after all, just be dumb. Uh, you know, he was fucked. There was a lot of talk. Well, isn't that his out? Yes, it's always his out. I, I don't buy it personally, but it's a, you know, that's the... I have a mouth that wants to save our country. <laughs> um, so, Ew. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that... I, I, we're still trying to figure that one out. Um, so, Rudy Giuliani was uh, the, it was always in Trump's ear according to the book peril according to fear according to or was it rage or like uh frankly we did win this election the next one the Stephanie Grisham book comes out this week I've already pre-ordered it just for the prurient nature oh, yeah, yeah. it's just uh gross it, this this is like the uncensored version of all the Woodward books right just with all the the gross details put in just people are putting, you know, we'll start seeing toadstools in the in the chat and people <laughs> know what I'm talking about. But <clears throat> now the root of all this, you know, it seems like for a lot of people it was it was Mike Lindell. That Mike Lindell in a lot of ways was the guy kind of coaxing Trump this way. You actually did, you, you actually did win, Mr. President, you know, and it turns out uh, Rudy was always at the White House, always drunk and always rambling about this stuff and was absolutely convincing as far as Trump was concerned. And this is... I remember hearing some report of Rudy was just like, well, let's just say we won. Yeah. Yeah, just go out and tell him you won. That's what he said on uh, on election night. He literally yeah. said, just go out there and lie. And uh, and he even say, lie, just go tell him what you won and we'll work it out later. Like, we'll sue our way into winning. He And by the way, this is all reminiscent of, of, of 2000, of, of Gore Bush. Because mm-hmm. that's precisely how it worked. That is exactly how it worked. Hi. You're locking me in? I see. Um, um, that, you know, Gore ultimately won Florida by like 500 votes. But because, every, you know, they just, he soft-pedaled his way into it, didn't, you know, argue hard enough, and Bush eventually declared victory and the Supreme Court stopped it. That was done. It was done. And they the lesson they learned from that is the vote doesn't matter. It's the narrative about the vote that matters. Yeah. That is what And be the first to tell your story. Make sure you make it to the police station to say that you were assaulted first. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because with the person who shows up with the real wounds arrives going, what are you talking about? They'll arrest them. Yeah, it's it, it is exactly mm-hmm. that plan. So Rudy, that was, you know, they were talking about a rigged election the entire year, you know, and we led up to this and obviously it led up to the, you know, the uh, horrible events on January 6th. And, you know, there's still, there's still cops dealing with injuries from that and will be for their life. There are, there are 
Trumpsters and maggots who were injured that day by their own folks. Which is uh, like kind of one of those side stories that you know you, that pops up in my feed every so often. Some dude got his leg broke by being trampled, and it was just like I got maggot stomped by my own people. <laughs> Why in the world did you guys do this? Of course, that's the voice. Yeah. Hey, hey, you're on my foot, and you're on my foot, and you're also on my foot, and you're on my foot. Yeah. Everybody's on my foot, MAGA. So uh, it turns out that Rudy Giuliani. Got all of his uh, his evidence, his initial like theories about this whole thing from a Facebook post, just from Facebook, <laughs> just like your grandparents' silly ideas, just like your anti-vaxxer friend's dumb idea, just like your flat Earth friend and your fake moon landing buddy and your uh, audit the Fred Fed because there's actually it's actually just a building full of lizards. It's it just just like your you know David Ike has some points, friend. Rudy Giuliani oh. is like your your dizzy grandparent. Go, you know, you can cure a wart by rubbing a potato on it and burying it in the backyard on a full moon. I saw it in a Facebook post. That that's what happened. And so um, this is uh, from um, you know he's currently being sued by Dominion, just like Mike Lindell is. Right, this is an ongoing thing, and he he's been, I guess, a little he's kept his cards a little closer to his chest about the whole Dominion thing since he got. Warned. Lindell has not. Sure. Lindell has completely lost his mind and will just say anything. But he when, just vanishes for like three or four days on benders and then comes back and and posts and, a video on things normal. Yeah, on Rudy's common sense or whatever, and and then disappears again. Right, and then you and then he shows up in a restaurant shaving. Right. So um, <laughs> he admitted under oath um, in this deposition that he had to give um, because that there's that's part of the process. Um, oh, he admitted under oath that his evidence of voter fraud in the 2020 election came partly from Facebook and that he did not interview or fact check his sources. Um, he made the comments in a deposition on August 14th in relation to a defamation lawsuit brought by a former Dominion Voting Systems employee, Eric Coomer. Now, Eric Coomer is the guy that they directly vilified uh, that both Giuliani, Lindell, uh, what's his name, um, Lynn Wood. Who is, by the way, now yeah. now on um, is now saying that the planes that hit the towers on 9/11 were CGI? Oh, now oh, that's some deadly CGI. Um, yes. Um, it, let's let's be abundantly clear. Um, we all know some. That's like January 6th was uh, just simple trespassing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that they were just there. And by the way, um, they just, uh, a lot of people on the, um, that were trespassing on the 6th just got 45 days. They got sentenced to 45 days. And Glenn Beck was all over his show this week saying that this is, they're inventing new laws to throw people in jail. The, the maximum sentence is six months. The, the standard is 90 days. They got half the standard. It's just stupid. Like, it's just made up, uh, you know, like this, if you're going to come up with a version of tyranny, Please, for God's sake, have some semblance of like reality to it just so you can get a grip on it. It's just it becomes so absurd. You know, it's the it's the letting the person who says there's a bee in their car into your house uh, argument I made this week. Or like somebody rolls up at your house and they're like, there's like 30 bees all over my car. Do you mind if I come inside and like, or do you have a hose or anything? Because I'm allergic to bees. Can I just step inside your door? And you're like, yeah, sure. 
But if somebody said, my car is coated in bees, they are coming from a hole in the earth. It's a, it's, you know, they're swarming. It's over. You'd go like, I'm going to stay on the porch. I'm calling the police. We'll work this out, right? (laughs) Your lie has to be manageable for this kind of a sneak in B&E, right? Um, You know, the... the, uh, B&E. Yes, the the B&E. See what I said? Um, So (laughs) this, um, let me see if I can find the audio on this lovely... um, without it uh, running an ad on me, which sometimes happens. Um, yeah, uh, he he literally was, you know, and by the way, Lynn Wood, um, a man who would be completely forgettable. He'd just be your kind of rando, odd dude that you kind of have heard about, you know, like on the interwebs, you know what I mean? Like, he'd just be another crackpot, except he was the president's lawyer for a short time. It was a very short window, but he was he was Lynn, he was um, Sidney Powell's sidecar for a lot of that stuff, and they were you know they were super packing a lot of this legal stuff too, which was you don't directly resent, uh, represent me, but I I have signed off on this thing, right? Yeah. And so uh, you know the idea that Lynn would, um, and I'm gonna find this because it's so um, I, I love my one of my favorite things, and this goes to the Rudy Giuliani kind of not understanding. Um, th- that Facebook might not not might not be completely true. Um, hmm. Is that I I love it when um, folks go into the you may not know this. I'm explaining something to you, or maybe you think yeah. you know what this is, but you don't. And that's not necessarily an old person, young person thing, is whatever. It's just kind of a um, a a person who is you know I guess he's making money on on the uh, on his knowledge of things you don't know mystery oh, yeah. right that's it so here real quick before we go to break this is this is linwood um and he's on a porch in georgia i think giving a talk to people which he gets paid for while he while he uh elvis is his way through the blue hairs of of <laughs> tennessee it was i love when you want to talk about that let's talk about cgi you know what that is computer oh my graphics generated images you know what cgi that would be uh cggi uh, who's but who's uh, uh. you know what deep videos are i know you know what photoshopping is 2001 the estimate was there was three and a half trillion dollars that was the estimate in the basement of of the twin towers now that had been stolen from the defense budget. They were going to have hearings starting on November the 12th to discuss that money that had been stolen and was missing. That was your money, by the way. Well, not well, obviously not directly, you know. And then all of a sudden, on 9-11, what appeared to be a plane hit one building, what appeared to be a plane hit another building. Then later that night, another building fell down that wasn't hit by a dead gum thing. It was the building that went down, Building 7, that had all the paperwork. I mean, this is straight up like crap zeitgeist nonsense from 2003. Wow. But this is the president's former lawyer. That's why this matters. I mean, it, it like, and again, 
he's doing a porch tour of the South. He's like he's a like a preacher without a church. He's just going you know town to town, and they pay him a hundred bucks each a pop to listen to his inside yeah, story. Now people are going to go walking around repeating that stuff like it actually happened, right? Because there's the worst part is not his nonsense. The worst part is every so often you can hear somebody sitting there going, "I heard that. I know that. I, that's true." Like you know yeah. what I mean? It becomes the amen of idiocy. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Um, the the Giuliani um, thing triggered an actual release of a report by a group called the Audit Guys, Ooh. and uh, which is hey guys. Uh, who you might hire before you hire Cyber Ninjas. I don't know. Maybe sure. we'll be back. No, I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm gonna have to jump on uh, GarageBand, start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. And a guitar note, and then progressive, and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And a guitar note, and then progressive, and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Radio program Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It is. So, so uh, the after the Cyber Ninjas' complete deflation of the dreams of, I mean, I I don't know how many defeats the Qs can take. Over yeah. and over and over. No, there's no there's no no wonder some of them are just spinning out of control because you know a lot of people would rather be right than happy. And if it means being wrong, so be it. And in the case yep. of these folks, they have been, when you get, again, it goes to that, you know, the extremity of the lie. If your buy-in was relatively small on Three Card Monty, you walk away a little miffed, but you're okay. If you were like, I have figured this out. Somebody gave me the code and I'm the guy and this is going to, uh, I'm putting the rent money. Let's do this. I'm going to buy me a house with this one. You watch. Card number. What the heck? You know, that's that's where they are. They have bet the farm on not just a, a series of lies, but like psychotic, bloviated, absurd lies that make it very difficult for them to walk back. Yes. That's the toughest part they have is that they can't just go... Yeah, I yeah, I got suckered by that thing. I don't know, you know, you know, I I I saw her walking down the street. I wanted to say hi. I kind of quickened my pace. I got up around the corner and uh it's a guy. You know what I mean? Like I've had that happen to me. I'm not going to tell you on what end of that I was receiving or uh, whatever. But uh um but then at this point the cues for this analogy to work would have then to cover the fact that they didn't realize they they thought they were approaching a woman and they were in fact approaching a guy, decide you know what I'm going to propose. I insist this person is a woman, and follow and then start stalking them like an ex. She broke up with me. Yeah. I'm a guy. Why won't you admit it? That's right. That's where they are, and it gets so bad that they just you know kind of spin out of control. The um the. You know, the reports on Rudy Giuliani, um, if you'll recall, this is, you know, his, he had to answer to specifically um, accusations he made in the big leaky press conference. The one, you know, where it was running down his face and he looked like he'd poured more motor oil on his head. 
Man, oh man, that was amazing. Oh, it was just kind of beautiful. I mean, and I, and everybody's like, how do you top that? You, you know, you show up between a porn shop and a crematorium in the parking lot of a, of a landscaping company telling everybody you're going to be at the Four Seasons. That's kind of amazing. And just like you did in Michigan, uh, your first guest of honor witness who you're going to, I guess, base most of your credibility for the rest of the afternoon on, uh, convicted mm-hmm. uh, child molester. Right. So there you go. Right on. Yeah. Exposed him. Uh, the guy, the first guy at um, Four Seasons was a uh, total landscaping was a uh, a guy who had uh, exposed himself to a I think a seven and a twelve year old, and then of course we all remember uh, um, Melissa Caroni. That you don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, she uh, she she had just gotten off of probation for computer fraud, which she had pled down from first degree obscenity for sending explicit videos of herself having sex with her boyfriend to her boyfriend's ex-wife and their minor child. I can't, I I don't know why that just glides by people and it's okay. Yeah. So, all right. Demonstrations of judgment. And this is, and and by the way, people might've known that Rudy was not, it didn't have the greatest grip on reality or grasp of the facts at this particular thing beyond the fact that he, you know, he didn't have the sense to use the sweat proof hairspray or whatever it is. There has to be one, doesn't there? I mean, honestly, there has to be, I don't remember the Popeil, uh, ad back in the day, but there had to be something about sweat proof, right? I mean, I, I'm pretty you, sure you, you can't go like swimming. That, somewhere in the picture, would say like, "Doesn't run, doesn't drip." That's right. Yeah, that's the one you want. I picked up the wrong can. Yeah, I picked up the runny, drippy can. That was my mistake. They look the same. Will run, will drip. It's right. Don't sweat. It's just it looks just like skinny and sweet, except for the skull and crossbones on the label. All right, so um, skinny at, and sweet. At the uh, at the at that press conference, if you'll recall, and I'm quoting, this is Rudy Giuliani. Um, because the only time you can ever find out is a fraudulent ballot is when it's looked at. The minute you approve this, it's thrown away, gone for eternity. The only thing left is the vote. That could be, that could be, uh, sorry, that could have been Mickey Mouse. That could have been a dead person. That could have been not filled out properly. That could have been the same person 30 times. And all these things happened by the way. That could have <clears throat> been nothing filled out. We never know. I mean, all these things happen, by the way, all these have all these things happen, by the way, Uh, I'm I'm sorry, you are an officer of the court speaking at a press conference on behalf of your client trying to overturn an election in the United States. And you're just going to walk up there and say all these things happen, by the way, and not and believe me, like the all the affidavits they brought out, all of them that he's like, I got an affidavit that says this. They all say, I believe I saw. I believe I saw something that was, un- that was, you know, corrupt. I believe I saw boxes of ballots. I believed I saw, I believed I saw. So they're not legally punishable. The person go, can ultimately, yeah. always has an out going, I was mistaken. Always. In every one of Rudy Giuliani's affidavits, I've gone through a random selection of them. They're all Ooh. that way. They all look like that. They, they, that's all they, they just say, I believe I saw blah, blah. And then the judge will go, well, you didn't. Do you have any proof that you saw it? No, I don't. So, you, but you believe you saw it. I totally do. What, what is that belief based on? Well, I don't know those people. 
Do you know everybody there? No. So why weren't you suspicious of the other people you knew? Well, they were wearing MAGA hats. I see. Case dismissed. Like, that's that's the entirety of the whole thing. And none of them are going to get contempt of court. Like, this is legally binding. That was the big thing. It's like, we have affidavits. These are legally binding. People could... Nobody's going to go to jail even for a night for a BS affidavit where they just say what they believe. Because people can believe a lot of stupid stuff and sign Mm. documents to that effect. Rudy Giuliani. Um, So, in this particular case, um, you know, Rudy had attacked this guy, Eric Coomer. And Eric Coomer, um, he said in this that Eric Coomer had um, initially bashed Trump on his Facebook page. And so there were links that he was following around Facebook, like, ah, this guy doesn't like Trump, therefore Dominion can't be trusted. This is the exact same thing they are trying um, in terms of the Durham report with uh, Sussman's evidence that he brought to the FBI. Well, Sussman worked for the Clinton campaign. Therefore, fruit of the poison tree, his evidence cannot be real. Can't be. It can't be true. Which they never assert. In all of Durham's report, he never asserts that the evidence is false. He falsely asserts, and the Durham report was another big fail that came out this week. It wasn't even a report. It was a single indictment against Sussman and a request for subpoenas on the uh, organization. The idea being that because they supposedly worked for the Clinton campaign, that no any information from there can't be trusted. There might be an argument that it has to be vetted more. There might be an argument that you have to take a, you know, it might be a partisan source, so we got to take it with a grain of salt, and we might want to double check it before we run with it. Which goes both ways. Totally. Absolutely makes sense. And if Durham had any sense at all, his part of his case would have been they took it hook, line, and sinker. They didn't question it. The FBI's corrupt, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't do that. They they didn't actually go any further with it. They, you know, and and Trump's oversight of the agency is is partly in question because of that. So this this is an ongoing thing with them. This is uh you the details are too true. The the details of this uh you know are are you cannot in any way push back against the details that they have. The four cyber experts, for example, that Durham is pushing back against their findings, he's asserting that they don't believe that their conclusions are true. They came out this week, released a statement through their lawyers that said, absolutely not. Not only is it true, it's currently reproducible. We can prove what we saw again about the Alpha Bank server connection uh, to Trump Tower and Trump campaign. So... Rudy's uh, sort of circumstance this week as well is that he made this this thing about Eric Coomer. And the this is the quote that got him in, in big trouble. One of the Smartmatic patent holders, Eric Coomer, I believe his name is, is on the web as being recorded in a conversation with Antifa members saying that he had the election rigged for Mr. Biden. Now, I don't think... Imagine a January 6th on your lawn. Welcome to Eric Coomer's life, thanks to Rudy Giuliani. Okay. And there's and, and he had no evidence of this. That's not true. There is no conversation with Eric Coomer and Antifa saying on a phone call that, that he rigged the election for, for Biden. There it just it it's it's beyond absurdity. And again, this you gotta you gotta shape your you gotta you know you can repeat a lie over and over and people will buy it. 
but it has to be a small kind of regular lie that fits into the background noise of life. You cannot repeat a ginormous lie unless you can enforce it by military force, which is the 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 illusion that you know that Hitler somehow repeated this small lie and that's how they did it. No, they enforced their lies with military might. And that if you don't have the capacity to do that, your lies have to be have to look like missing puzzle pieces. Small, yeah. they fit. They may not fit exactly, but you know, we're trying to finish a big piece of sky on the puzzle. Does it really matter? <laughs> it's blue, sort of, right? And that's that that's Rudy's biggest mistake in in this whole thing is besides being an idiot and besides not knowing the law amazingly since he's he was the president's lawyer. Um, he does not, and thank God he doesn't. I, I mean, we should all thank our lucky stars that these are the Keystone cops. This, at it. this is the Keystone coup. This is, the, that they're terrible at this, that they're egomaniacal, they're stupid, and they Isn't let... Isn't there something to be said that anybody who m- might have the capacity to come closer to getting away with this would just know better? Yeah, well, you would re- you would rule out the potential, the downside would outweigh the positives and you wouldn't right. try it. That's that's how it happens. Exactly. The idea is that the, the Trump organization, because he has spent his entire life not facing consequences for a lot of the stuff that he has done, he, the lesson in his life is there will be no consequences. He doesn't have to factor those things in. And Rudy never did because he was beloved since 9-11 and he's been using that as kind of a shield against any scrutiny. Um, and will, will Rudy be alive when they finally come out with the fact that he helped muscle out the Italian mob and was the perfect tool to muscle out the the Italian mob as an Italian so that the Russians and the Chinese could move in, um, for control of Manhattan? Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be alive when it happens. Maybe it'll be 30 years from now in a crazy book you read or have, I guess, take my pill. I don't know how we're going to do books in the future. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Park Radio program, Mega Worldwide, at Fwank.com. Fwank. Fwank.com. F-W-A-N-Q.com. Subscribe.